future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto value. My name is Charles Story. I'll be your host for the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. We have an action-packed show in store for you today. We're going to be talking about British tax authority seeks customer data from crypto exchanges in search of tax evaders. What this means for the crypto exchanges out there and what this means for other UK citizens as well and where the regulator stands with the situation. Uh, number two, we're going to be talking about Cosmos and the fact they're gonna have free coding languages and why that matters for Ethereum. Um, a really interesting piece there. I, and I think we're gonna be delving into that in a little bit more detail very shortly. And of course, MasterCard to tackle fashion fakes with blockchain tracking solution. MasterCard has come out of their own software to do this using blockchain technology. We're going into what blockchain they're using and what this means for the fashion industry and why is MasterCard moving into the space. So with that in mind, let's jump into today's show and let's get down to business. All right, let's go. So HM Revenue and Customs, the British Tax Authority, is pressuring cryptocurrency exchanges to reveal customers' names and transaction histories in a bid to claw back unpaid taxes, industry sources said. Letters requesting lists of customers and transaction data have landed on the doorsteps of at least three exchanges doing business in the UK, Coinbase, eToro, and CEX.io in the last week or so. Now, of course, we haven't had any public statements from the exchanges themselves on the issue at hand, but... We have had this from one industry insider. HMRC is looking to work with exchanges when it comes to finding information on people who have been building and selling crypto. Buying, sorry. I think they will go back a couple of years, two or three to be precise. The source pointed out that it would be very difficult to provide 10 years worth of information of any platform itself. If they, HMRC, do want to go back two or three years, I think it's interesting. Um... Well, the interesting thing is here that the individuals who went into crypto early 2012, 2013 will not be affected. The ones who probably made the biggest gains won't be affected at all. It will be people who came in around the time crypto peaked. So in response to a Freedom of Information FOI request submitted by uh, media sources, HMRC said it was withholding details about its demands for information since disclosing them could jeopardize assessment or collection of tax. But the agency confirmed such demands are within its remit, saying these exchanges can retain information about their clients and transactions that they have completed. These transactions may result in potential tax charges and HMRC has the power to issue notice requiring exchanges to provide this information. HMRC's move to follow a pattern set by the US Internal Revenue Service, the IRS, and other governments. Last month, the IRS began sending warning letters to over 10,000 Americans who said it participated in virtual currency transactions, but did not properly report them. In the past, Coinbase has fought against what is known as a John Doe summons in an attempt by government agencies to gather Heathrow unknown customer information, including taxpayer ID, name, birthday, address, and historical uh, transaction records. In December 2016, the IRS issued the summons demanding the Coinbase produce a wide range of re records uh, relating to approximately 500,000 exchange customers. In a partial victory for the company, a court compelled it to record, compelled it to produce records for only 13,000. I remember that. Um, but I mean, they, they had the 13,000 who were, who were uh, trading off size. But I guess the, the tax guys need to get paid some way, right? I think what's really interesting, we're starting to see more and more exchanges um, 
we're starting to see the regulator have more interest and we're starting to see um, our own internal tax team um, by country. So here in the UK, it's um, Her Majesty's, Her Majesty's uh, Revenue and Customs going after these exchanges, which is um, one of the signs that they're very aware of what's going on. And they're also trying to make sure that they're getting paid. And that's what the tax man does perfectly, make sure that tax gets paid. Later down the line, we're going to see regulation come through as well. But in a way, it's slightly positive to see them taking an interest and treating it. It depends how they're treating it. I, I'd be really interested to see how they're taxing it uh, with the cryptocurrencies. We'll report later when we have more information on that. Um, okay, cool. So Cosmos, let's go into what's going down. In a move that could compromise Ethereum's long-held dominance as the world's top platform for smart contract development, blockchain interoperability project Cosmos will offer users the choice to code in at least three different programming languages. The first language to be supported on Cosmos is called Ethermint, a direct replica of Ethereum smart contract language Solidity, aimed at making it easier for Ethereum developers to port their applications to the Cosmos network. The Ethermint project has been in the works since as early as 2016, said Zaki Manian of Tindermint, the company that built Cosmos. The second coding language called Secure ECMAScript, S-E-S, is a version of JavaScript built for secure smart contract deployment of blockchain startup Agoric. Once the native Cosmos Interblockchain Communications, IBC, protocol is fleshed out, Agoric blockchain and its S-E-S programming language will be very accessible to Cosmos users, said Agoric CEO Dean Tribble. Last but not least, JP Morgan blockchain spin-off Cadena, announced Tuesday it too would be building a version of its native smart contract platform Pact for the Cosmos ecosystem. It's entrant to the Cosmos coding arms race is called Candiment. We're committing to an industry or getting an industry level smart contract language on Cosmos to give developers more Deployment choices, Cadena founder Stuart Popejoy told me the sources. According to Popejoy, the comparative strengths of Cadiment outperform that of Ethermint in every way. We see Pact as the standard for smart contract languages because Pact is just better than Solidity, Popejoy said, adding, every single developer that comes to use will get things done faster. It's safer. We have more formal verifications backed into the language itself. It's designed for safety. In all fairness, Ethereum developers are well aware that the limitations of Solidity are there and the virtual machine built to execute Solidity's code, eWASM. The next major Ethereum upgrade dubbed Ethereum 2.0 will replace Ethereum's virtual machine and enable developers to code in multiple different programming languages. Even so, Pope Jory remains skeptical about eWASM and Ethereum 2.0 saying the criticisms of Ethereum's virtual machine and Solidity could have been addressed a long time ago, but weren't due to poor leadership. I wouldn't consider them competitors, but as it is, I consider them legacy, said Pope Joy about Ethereum. They did a good job in getting smart contracts out there and getting people thinking about it, and that's what's going to be a footnote. The new competitors differ from Solidity by placing a stronger emphasis on security as opposed to immutability and unstoppability. We're building a platform with a security model that normally developers can understand, said Agorix Tribble. To us, the biggest problem with Ethereum and Solidity is they have the wrong security model. Even security experts can't get it right. 
Unlike Solidity, both PACS and SES employ an object capability security model. This means that permissions in a, smart, in a smart contract can be dynamically and rapidly updated to give users access to different parts of application data in a safe way. So, I mean, Trivial describes the model similar to being able to give your car keys over to the valet without also handing over the rights to car ownership. So this is what Triple said. That's typically of identity-based access control where the model of security used is such that the authority that I'm able to give you is either too much or too little. It's not appropriate for the business interaction we're trying to have. In Triple's view, porting object capability security to smart contracts is a kind of innovation that will signal to the rest of the mainstream developer community that the blockchain industry is ready for mass adoption. For mainstream folks, having people that are addressing different parts of the market and visibly overlapping as competitors is actually healthy, said Dribble. That means there's a real market. From the perspective of Manian, Cosmos is the ecosystem that can support and host this fast-growing market for smart contracts and decentralized application development. At the same time, he warns that, in his view, Cosmos will not and simply cannot replace Ethereum entirely because Ethereum is much more than a technology. Ethereum is much more than software. Ethereum, the Ethereum community, the users of the Ethereum blockchain, the faith people have in the core developers, all of that is wrapped up into one thing. And that is the Ethereum user experience, Manian said, adding, we're just creating new developer possibilities. I think it's really interesting that you're starting to see more and more people coming out the woodwork to better what Ethereum started. Um, will it be a success? Time will tell. But, you know, what we're starting to see is, is the beginnings of this. So let's talk about MasterCard. MasterCard is to demo a new blockchain-based product tracking solution during an upcoming showcase of women's fashion designers. The payment giant announced on Friday that will support limited edition collaborations highlighting female designers and artists in partnership with Fred Segal, Sunset, and Maid. The first collection from the initiative so, will feature a demonstration of MasterCard's blockchain tracking platform called Provenance, which, it says, offers customers insight into the route taken by the products on the way to the storage shelf. Shiri Hammond, MasterCard's Executive Vice President of Digital Partnerships, said, leveraging innovative technology solutions, we are able to tell the stories of the products consumers are buying. While that sounds nice, the product is aimed more generally to counter a darker side of the fashion industry, the prevalence of fakes. The card company cited the Global Brand Counterfeiting Report 2018 as estimating that the losses from the global online trade and counterfeit Goods amounted to $323 billion in 2017 alone. Of that, luxury brands were calculated to have taken a financial hit of $30.3 billion. MasterCard said its plans to use Provenance Solution with other unnamed partners to provide a clear record of traceability, designed to contribute to consumer confidence and trust by creating awareness of authenticity of the product. Other blockchain and cryptocurrency initiatives may also be the way too. So that's really interesting, the way too. MasterCard has been advertising for blockchain experts for a little while now and more recently has been seeking to hire several execs to guide what might be a crypto and wallet project. So MasterCard, huge, huge payment rail um, in the traditional financial space. Um, you've, I've heard a lot about MasterCard looking at blockchain. I think they're one of the, um, one of the partners of Facebook's Libra project, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Super, super interesting that these guys are now moving into different niche areas and building out their own blockchains. Um, time, time will only tell until um, MasterCard build out their own payment 
system and, and, and infrastructure, potentially a stable coin that would be developed within that. So I think that's really, really exciting to see. Um, obviously, MasterCard, a household name, everyone has something to do with MasterCard if you're using anything in today's modern society with regards to financial transactions. So that's big, big news. With that in mind, that's a wrap. I've got a balance. Thank you so much for your time and attention as always. If you have any questions, feel free to get in touch. Um, our, t- our Twitter page is at SVK underscore crypto. Um, join us on Telegram, SVK crowd. If you type that in, you will find us. How else can you email us? Uh, or my email, cstory, C-S-T-O-R-R-Y, at svkcrypto.com. With that in mind, that's a wrap. I've got a balance. Thank you so much for your time and attention. As always, that's a wrap. <laughs>